0: Power. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the Anomation of Faith, Church of the Living God, 1279 Pickett Road, Leesville, Louisiana. Where God is first. And people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. We serve a God whose power is so great, we can't even comprehend it. We can't even fathom it. He created the universe. He created the heavens. He created the earth. And many times we know this, yet we find ourselves wondering if our situation is too hard for God. Isn't that something? All that word we know. And we think, well, God, uh, I don't know about this one. I, I, I don't know about this, what I'm going through right now. I, don't, I think it's too difficult for you. I think it's too hard for you. Uh, I think I might be exempt from that particular promise or from that particular verse. And we can't seem to see how God can pull us through certain things. Now, there are certain situations you go through in life. You're like, oh, that was easy. God brought me out of that. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But there are some things you deal with for years. I'm not talking about for, for a couple of days. I'm talking about you that's been dealing with things for years. And it's been a struggle to believe God. Your faith has been on trial. Everything about your faith has been on trial. Come on, if I would happen to pass the mic around today, the testimonies that would come forth, it, Pastor, my faith has been on trial. When you thought you were about to lose your mind, When you thought you were about to lose everything, when you thought, Lord, I can't take another uh, uh, affliction, I can't take another test, I can't take another trial, next thing you know, you wake up in the morning, your eyes are open, and you you make it to see another day. And you're like, wait a minute, I thought that thing was going to take me out. I thought that adversity was really going to take me out, but I woke up this morning. I got my health and strength, and... You know, everything may not be perfect, but God, you bless me to see another day. Sometimes you gotta learn how to praise God for the little victories, for the small victories, and, and look look at it from a different perspective. Praise God. If 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 I'm dealing with this thing and if I'm struggling in this area and this adversity is still in my life, maybe God is developing something on the inside of me. To help me to come to a place where I can look at my impossibilities and say, you're nothing. Compared to my God, you're nothing. Praise God. Here's a thought I want you to ponder. Think about this. If God created the universe, what was he doing before he created it? Have you ever thought about that? Go to Genesis chapter 1. Go to Genesis chapter 1. If God created the universe, what was he doing before he created it? Genesis 1.1 1, 1 opens up, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Notice Genesis opens up with the heaven and the earth's beginning. It doesn't say anything about God's beginning. Amen. God is infinite. God is unlimited. He has no beginning. He has no end. So when we open up with Genesis, we don't see God's beginning. We see heaven and earth's beginning. Well, you say, well, I thought God lived in heaven. Well, we understand the prayer Jesus prayed, Our Father who art in heaven. But that's really just a metaphor. Because really, heaven dwells in God. Come on, somebody. Even the psalmist tried to describe it. He he saw a vision of God sitting upon the circle of the earth. Amen. Sitting on on, on the heavens. He said, the heavens are my throne. And he even went around and said, the earth is my footstool. My, my, my. The earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters God did not get intimidated by the dark he was not scared of the dark he was not afraid of the void he just simply opened up his mouth and said let there be light and kapow oh I love that one that's a new one (laughs) some of y'all gonna get that tomorrow (laughs) It happened, the light shone, amen, through darkness. Come on, somebody. Now, God didn't need the light for him to see. But he used that light so that we could see the splendor of his glory and of his power. I wish I understood what I was talking about tonight. Lord, help me to teach this word. See, think about this. Think about this. See, we, we, God, I already told you he had no beginning, because one of the hardest things for us to understand about God is that he is timeless. We operate in the time realm. We call it, uh, uh, we, we, we call it chronos, chronological order, one, two, three, uh, four, five. We operate by chronos, but God operates by kairos chrono, C-H-R-O-N-O-S, if you're taking notes, is the time that governs the world. You have to be to work by a certain time. You do, right, by a certain time. You don't just show up when you want to show up. We have to start church at a certain time. When y'all start church, oh, whenever people show up. Oh, oh no, we start at a certain time. Amen. You know when your birthday is, right? It's a certain time. There there are certain, your favorite shows come on at a certain time. We are governed by time. But God is not limited to the time realm. God operates in eternity. Kairos, divine time, eternal time. In the eternal realm, things already exist. God knows, here's what Isaiah says, he knows the end from the beginning. God already knows what the outcome is going to be once his word is released in that situation. So if we know this about God, that he's timeless, he's infinite, amen, and he doesn't operate the same way we operate, why is it that when we hit Certain places in our life, we tend to forget who God is. We we tend to forget that the hold up. God is not intimidated by what I'm going through. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. So you know, God is not limited to time. He's not limited to hours. He's not limited. To days. He's not limited to years. He's infinite. Every time I wake up, I, I, I declare this. God, you are my infinite source and my abundant supply. Yeah. That right there helps me to tap into the supernatural realm. Yeah. When I say, God, you're my infinite source. When you begin to say things like that, it, it opens up your life for you to receive unlimited blessings. Wow. See, that's what I've been praying for you. That's what I've been praying over every household. Unlimited blessings. God has blessings in store for you that you don't even know about. God's gonna take you places you never even dreamed about. God's gonna do things in your life you never even comprehended because he's just that kind of a God. Praise God. So before there was ever this chronos or this time factor, before time ever existed, God always was. He always was. So what, what was God doing before uh, uh, he created the world? If you read Ephesians 1.4, it gives you a, a brief a summary. In Ephesians 1, 4, according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy. That we're holy doesn't mean perfect or flawless. It means set apart and without blame before him in love. So before he created the foundations of the world, he had a vision of us. He had a vision of us that we were set apart. We're not like the world. Peter says we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people that we should show forth the praises of him that brought us out of darkness. Can somebody praise him that he brought you out of darkness? Has God brought anybody out of darkness? And he translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. He brought you into light. Praise God. First Peter 1.20 says God chose him. Jesus, speaking of Jesus, as your ransom long before the world began. Oh, he had salvation in mind be- before us long before the world was created. And he has now revealed him to you in these last days. Revelations thirteen eight says that Jesus was the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. Before he ever created the foundations of the world, he was thinking about us. Yeah. Look what he told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1.5. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. There's that word, sanctified, holy, same thing. I set you apart, and I ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nations. Paul testified of that in Galatians 1, 15 through 16. He says, but when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb or before I was born, and he called me by his grace to reveal his son in me. Now think about this. I'm going to make this point again. God has always existed and always will. And even before he created the world, he was already planning our salvation he was already planning our deliverance. He was already planning our blessings. He was already p- p- planning those divine connections. In other words, God was planning some things for your life. Oh my mama. My, my. Yep, I know she needs to be right here. I know that she needs this in order to make it. I know that all these things. She, he was considering it. He, I mean, he had it on his mind. That's why when things happen in your life and you get alarmed, God is not surprised. You got a plan for that. Just yield to my spirit. Just yield to my word. I got a plan for that. Amen. There's an app for that. Testimonial said there's an app for that. Job, in his nine-month trial, it was nine months to about a year, he went through his, his hardships. And he, he came to a point where he was like, you know, he kind of got into a discourse with God, wondering why all this was happening to him. And then he almost came to a point where he was accusing God. We don't really read about that part in detail, but sometimes people think that, see, God, the Bible calls Job a righteous and a blameless man. Yeah even though he has some, some, some faults. And uh, you, you, you never really know what's on the inside of you until you go through trouble. As long as everything is well, it's easy to say, Oh, I love you, Lord. It's easy to say, Oh, I'll serve you, Lord Jesus. But when you go through trouble, that is the true test of your faith in God and your faithfulness to what he's called you to do. So, when Job kind of got tested and tempted to kind of walk off on God, God had to stop him and say, Job, where were you when I created the foundations of the world? Where were you when I formed the seas and when I created the, the trees in the field? Where were you? I'm sorry, Lord. I didn't mean to say that. You're God. You know what's best. You know what's going on. Are you listening to say man. So, you know, God, before he created the foundations of the world, before he created the universe, he had a plan for our lives. This concludes our message for today. Thank you for supporting John Barton Ministries, where we are committed to changing lives and changing futures. You can secure a copy of today's message in its entirety on CD by calling 1-888-727-8900. Order today and watch the word of God change your life. If you